all you who believe, fasting is prescribed for you, even as it was prescribed for those before you, that you may ward off evil and that you may gain self-restraint, self-discipline, and righteousness. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I'm super, super excited to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about fasting. I mean, fasting in the only months of Ramadan, fasting for 29 to 30 days, depending on the sighting of the moon, fasting which had been made compulsory for every adult Muslim, you know, fasting so our sins can be forgiven and we can attain heaven because heaven is the what? Heaven is the main goal. And if this is your first time listening to Journey Through Life podcast, thank you so much for being here. My name is Samira Ayeni. And here are three fun facts about me. One, I am the host and founder of the Journey in True Life podcast. And two, I am also a digital strategist, a digital marketer, a content writer, and content creator. And lastly, and most importantly, hi, I'm a Muslim. So on today's podcast, I have an incredible guest with me. His name is Sheikh Abdul Ghaffar from Ashu State University, Ashu State, Nigeria. And he will be educating us about Ramadan in a very short an educative way so i just want to use this medium to say ramadan karim to every muslim all over the world ramadan karim hello everyone and thank you so much for listening to joining true life podcast and thank you so much ustaz sheikh abdul Ghaffar, for being here despite your very busy schedule just so you know today's podcast we are going to be talking about ramadan the abstinence from eating drinking or having sexual intercourse from down to sunset so thank you so much for being here thank you very much for having me thank you so the first question i'm going to be asking you today is what is ramadan all about what is ramadan actually what is it really about all praises be to god uh, for having this uh, blessed month and uh, as we are in demand uh, we hope to have many rewards in the later end amen so the month of ramadan is um, a month of blessings and a month of guidance and a month of light a month of uh, restoration a month of peace and the amount of abundance of forgiveness. Um, we fast in this month um, basically to have the reward of self-restraint from uh, unlawful food and unlawful drink and uh, unlawful sexual acts and all forms of immoral acts. Whomsoever fasts in the month will never return back to any immoral acts he finds himself again if truly his fasting was accepted. And basically, the month of Ramadan is a month of mercy, forgiveness, peace, stability, self-control, self-restraint, self-discipline. It's, it's a beautiful month. It really, really is an amazing month. It, it teaches us a lot of lessons for real. Thank you so much for that. And then what is the purpose of fasting, really? Um, the purpose of fasting, really, has been said earlier on, is to uh, ensure that um, we have um, stability in our mindset. Because once you fast in the month of Ramadan or any other um, authenticated month like Sha'ban and Sha'awal, you will always have the senses of controlling uh, your sex instinct and then you will be able to prevent yourself from all forms of evil and immoral acts. Mm. Um, so the major, the major purpose is for self-restraint, right? And then have um, also your uh, increase in also being kind, giving arms to people. Charity. And uh, mm, yes, all of those type of mm, things are encouraged. Yes, yes. During fasting, and then also there is this uh, the pilgrimage, right? Yes, the pilgrimage also because in the month of um, in the month of Dhuhr, you know, Yawmal uh, Arafa, non-pilgrims has to fast that particular time, and you know it increases the rewards of um, righteousness again. 
That's not Ramadan. That's not Ramadan. That's another fasting aside Ramadan. Siyam Yawm al Arafa, the fasting on the day of um, Araf. Dhul uh, Hajj uh, night, night of Dhul Hajj. Last month. Last month, mm, the previous day before Eid al-Adha. Of the Islamic calendar. Islamic calendar, yes. Thank you for that. So, what is the reward for fasting? Um, the, the ultimate reward for fasting is from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, as He said in the Hadith of Bukhari, that whosoever uh, fast, the reward comes from Him, Allah Rabbina Himself, and is going to reward such a person um, the reward of Rayyan in Jannah. That person will be able to pass through the door of Rayyan into the uh, abode of the hereafter. Jannah as in? Jannah as refers to this is Naim, the Naim, the, jan, the, the paradise of favor. And uh, you know, it has a door, it has so many doors, but the particular door is for fasting, just as for prayers, as for zakat, and so many other um, pillars of Islam. But the particular door of Royan, those who fast will be rewarded by passing through it and having their abode there in the hereafter. So Jannah as in paradise, heaven. So um, it's believed that every person who fasts goes to heaven. Goes to heaven. Mm. Okay, thank you for that. So who are the people exempted for fasting? Um, well, uh, majorly we could we could refer to women. Generally, women are usually exempted from um, righteous acts because they are very righteous in their history. Because they they are, they are the ones that uh, makes men to be righteous and as well, you know. Women themselves are the progenitors of uh, all righteous deeds over the world. In the history of Allah, who just as he progenitized um, Adam, you know, in you know, eating from forbidden which led to their committing sin, and you know, whoever doesn't commit sin will never be forgiven. So they committed the sin and they seek refuge with their Lord, and they were forgiven that time. But the logic of those who are exempted from fasting goes to women. A woman menstruating must be exempted from fasting. A woman uh, breastfeeding must be exempted from fasting. A woman who is pregnant must be exempted from fasting. And a woman who is also um, hold is exempted from fasting. And applicable to men as well. But majorly we refer to women in this case because they are usually in fault for the sake of the men over the whole um, um, biosphere, you know, over the whole world. So women are exempted from fasting and also men alongside, but majorly women are exempted from fasting. Yeah, what you're trying to say is that more women are exempted for fasting because we have the menstruating women, the pregnant women, the nursing mothers and all of that. So they are exempted from, from fasting. But what, what cases are men, you know, I know men, some men are exempted from fasting. What cases, like, like um, they are sick or... Yes, um, a sick person generally, if a woman is sick also, she is exempted from fasting and a man is also sick, he is exempted from fasting. And at the same time, a man who is old is also exempted from fasting. That is where they are asked to, you know, to feed, you know, uh, the poor masses and, you know, um, the lives of so many other instances which we can just decide to avoid, like the act of atonement for sin as well. Yes, okay. So, uh, the last question is, why is the Ramadan date different every year? The Ramadan date is different every year on the basis of the Earth's rotation and revolution. When the Earth rotates, it causes the days and night. So if you have January this year, you might have February the next year. If you have March this year, you might have November the next year. So the earth rotates and causes day and night and even the calendar year and also revolves around this orbit with respect to the sun and the moon. So you cannot have similar date or similar year with respect to Ramadan due to the rotation of the earth. So and the sighting of the new crescent, uh, the moon, you know, for the beginning of the commencement of fasting itself as well, it's a law guiding rotation and evolution of the earth. So basically what you're trying to say is that 
the fasting is different every year because of the uh, rotation of this of the moon of the of the heart of the heart mm. okay so the month of ramadan is sorry what month in the year the month of ramadan is the ninth month in the year okay for the uh, islamic calendar islamic calendar so it with my for instance now this very year now the month of ramadan falls attached to the gregorian april so definitely it might be next year now it might become may or july or august or even january or february so the rotation of the earth depends on you know on the sighting of the moon crescent and as well as um, the changing of the calendar year and the revolution of the other sign on its orbit but why why is the uh, month of ramadan why is the month the islamic month based on the sighting of the moon why is it based on the moving of the of the it will be because according to the ijra year which is the after ijra the islamic year um the moon is the major source of um, detecting uh, the space time for that is to say the concept of the time the solar times the prayer everything about you know the islam is based on the lunar uh, planet the, lo- the lunar object which is the moon just like the gregorian is also based on the solar object which is the sun so that is the logic behind using the moon, you know, to testify to the starting of Ramadan. Okay, so basically, the mu- the Muslim calendar is based on the moon. So everything is usually calculated by the sighting of the moon. Thank you so much for that. That was so insightful and educating. I know most of the people listening right now have been able to learn one or two things from that. So thank you so much for that short summary about Ramadan. Thank you so much for being here. The pleasure in my. Thank you so much for being here. So thank you so much for listening. I hope it was insightful to you as it was to me. And I'll see you guys next time. I love you so much. Bye.